whole thing was shadowing us, right behind us, right on the side of us. You could, you could kind of see the thing moving through the woods. Uh, all I can remember is flipping the light on, and I see this creature, and I knew, I knew in my heart, I knew in my mind, in the whole night, this isn't a man. And then this thing walks across the road, takes a turn towards us, and then leaps over a guardrail. Went to look forward, and there was a big black face. Squatch DTV, exploring the Bigfoot mystery each week with your hosts, veteran researcher, author, and TV personality, the Squatch Detective, Steve Culls, and from the Bigfoot Research Project of Kentucky, Chris Bennett. Sit back and buckle up as we bring you guests from around North America discussing the Bigfoot phenomena, but not without a few laughs, too. Here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. Hey, good evening at Cyberspace. Welcome to Squatch Day TV for today's date, June 12th, 2022. I'm your host, your guide, the Squatch Detective Steve Coles, along with my co-host. Yes, that guy downstairs right there. <laughs> What's up, Chris? Steve, good to see you, man. I tell you, I have really been enjoying this warm weather. I hope you're getting a, getting a good bite of it in New York. Oh, it, not necessarily warm. I haven't had to have the air conditioner on in, in the last, you know, couple of weeks since that heat wave. But yeah. the temperature has just been, I mean, it we had a couple of cold nights, yeah. but um, I, I didn't bother turning the heat on either. So I was like, oh, I don't care. It's a little chilly in here. Who cares? Well, that's but, the thing. You know, usually but, this time of year, you're in between the having to run the heat yep. and usually having to run the air conditioner. So. Yep, it's and uh, you know, electricity. I love that. <laughs> you know, uh, this last Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you could walk around and it wasn't hot, it wasn't cold, there was no yeah. humidity. It was just perfect. And there was a day there was a breeze, and the breeze felt really refreshing. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's get to saying hi to folks in the chat room. Hey. And uh, um, here we go. We got John Swan in the house. Hello, John. Hey, John. 
he's the first one in today, and he turned <laughs> the light on for everybody else to come in. Uh, we got Low Rider in the house. Hello, Low. Luke and Jeff Trifoletti. Uh, Jeff, my good buddy, how you been? I hope you are doing well, my friend. So, um, you know, and, uh, you know, and I love your Facebook posts. Keep them coming, brother. Uh, Patty Troy. Hello, Patty. Good to see Hi. you. Ammon Chris, of course, Ammon brought Chris. to you by Snapple. <laughs> <laughs> the Bat Mom. Hello, Bat Mom. How are you? Hope things Batman. are all well with you. Good to see you again. Bigfoot yeah. and more. Happy Sunday to you, sir. And uh, Central Florida Bigfoot, Matt. Hello, sir. Good yeah, to see welcome. you. Big uh, Brian McMahon is in the house. Hello, Brian. Uh, things are jumping a little bit. So Brian, Raptor yeah. crazy. Good to see you, Raptor. Arthur Raptor. Watch. Hello, Arthur. Tim Halloran Arthur. in that book, The Bigfoot Influencer, which will be coming out real soon, too. Looking forward to that. Hey, my buddy Steve Bosax3113 in the house. Bosox. Hello, Mr. Palazzo. Good to see you, sir. And uh, <laughs> may, maybe later on we'll have you on to sing <clears throat> the Star Spangled Banner. Um, <laughs> Jay Fritz. Hello, Jay. Jay. Lisa. Lisa Galvin. Hello, Lisa. Lisa. Good to see you here. Uh, glad you said hello. And this is your first time in the show. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, if not, Good and you day. just never said hello, well, hello. And we're glad, you, glad to see you've made yourself known. So uh, that's what we got in here so far. Um, and, and tonight's theme, uh, interesting uh, little topic, and it, it kind of popped into my head. Uh, and, and this is how these shows go sometimes. Sometimes I don't really think too much into it. Uh, otherwise, the things get convoluted. So I'm sitting there, all right, you know, I'll come up with an idea. And then, you know, yesterday, usually when I'm at work on Saturday, that's the day my coconut's rolling around. If I don't have a guest, my, you know, the coconuts rolling around. Blah, blah, blah. Actually, when you, my, it kind of sounds like a bowling alley going on in my head. Uh, <laughs> um, and I said, you know, you know, somebody had made mention too bad. We didn't have a deck of cards, you know, kind of like you remember when uh, we had the deck of cards, when the Iraq invasion happened yeah. and all yeah. the bad guys were, were on the deck of cards. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was given to me. <clears throat> so I was like, why not <clears throat> create a Bigfoot deck of doom? Now, we're not going to fill up all 52 cards. In fact, tonight, I think we're doing uh, the first uh, maybe 12 or 13 uh, cards in the deck. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm sure there, there are probably a few people I have missed. Uh, you know, one right off the bat. I had planned on it, but time today was just so I didn't really have much time to, to put them all you know the extra one in there but it's going to be a lot of fun but before we go before we start this um another reason that, that really gave me is these wonderful playing cards which i own a set of <laughs> is the bicycle bigfoot now i was never big into getting bigfoot trinkets um but all of a sudden it just you know, it just happens. So now I have a whole yeah. shelf. And I, and I happen to get a deck of these cards, uh, and they're made by Bicycle. And they are, um, you know, really a, a really cool deck of cards, if you haven't seen them. Um, now, some of them may be zapped out by the green screen. Yeah, background's messing um, with some of them. But it, it's really... Uh, um, you know, I love they, some they, of the little sayings they've got printed on the. They jokers. have a lot, a lot of cutesy little sayings, and yeah. once in a while, jokes. You know, how does a yeti get to work by 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 by, by icicle? 
on a bicycle. Um, but all their cards have different region names. Are really well done, uh, like the Momo and the and of course uh, I just pulled out this one, the Skunk Ape. Yeah. Um, and they all have a different depiction on it. Um, you know, they have the traditional Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, so it's it's um, really uh, uh, the Medi Howler. You know, there, there's some that are local names that you don't hear too much about sometimes. So it's really a well-researched deck of cards. And, of course, it's got the bicycle quality on there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you choose to want a deck, I believe they're $9.99 for the deck of cards um, on that link below, which uh, also helps our Amazon affiliate page. So if anybody's interested, there you go. Um, but it's today fine. we're going to play with a different deck. Everybody everybody should have a deck of cards in the drawer at the house, especially for uh, lock, lockdowns and all this other stuff. <laughs> Those things become worth their weight in gold. And uh, also snuck, sneaking in is My Eyes and Mick. Hello, Mick. <laughs> hey, Mick. Hey, My Eyes. And he's like, happy Coconut guys. Sunday, folks. <laughs> <laughs> in fact he i don't know where he got the palm tree and the coconut but i tell you what um <laughs> he's got a coconut a couple of coconuts in the tree <laughs> so uh, but anyway i uh, uh what a what an idea so um you know and this this spans a little bit of a generate generational uh gap um, so it's a little bit of an education process. You're going to see a lot of familiar faces, even some that we spoke about in the last couple of weeks. But we have a little, a little extra and a little extra on some follow-ups about these cats. Um, no pun intended there. Um, as you know, as Chris has already seen the deck mm. prior to the show, and um, you know, so it it, it could be. Uh, so the first one we'll talk about tonight is. Drum roll. If it decides to work, come on. Okay, we're going to play this game again. Of course, the first card is the Yay. Queen of Spades. Ivan Marks. Need we say more? Ivan. Oh, yeah. Um, now, you know, now, Ivan has not been a really big impact, but it, it's more of a historical reference point as one of the more infamous hoaxers. Um, of the uh, the seventies, um, yeah, <clears throat> uh, was a reputedly respectable um, researcher during the sixties. Uh, went out with uh, Renee DeHinden, knew all the names, Peter, the Peter Burns, the Roger Pattersons, yeah. knew them all. Um, and then it was in, um, you know, and it was actually Ivan that uh, was responsible for the finding of the Bosberg Cripplefoot track. If you mm -hmm. read Renee DeHinden's book, uh, he was with. Uh, Ivan Marks, who stopped at this fence line. And this is what always makes me kind of be a little dubious of the Bosberg. Um, yeah. Um, Em and Chris says, must not be many female hoaxers. Well, uh, we huh. did not really be gender specific with, with the Queens, the Kings, or the... Yeah. They're kind of ranked in importance right now. Um, so take that for with you, Will. So the Queens are one rank, the Kings are another rank, and the Aces, of course, are the the uh the banes of the bigfoot community um well, yeah ivan had that one movie what was it, the legend of bigfoot he had a couple of them actually uh yeah. there was another one bigfoot i think uh, alive and well and seven you know whatever 
whatever. There was a sequel to that. There were, I think there was two or three movies, and they yeah. were produced by Tom Biscardi's movie company, New Horizons, or whatever the hell they called it. Uh, yeah. Productions or whatever. Well, in the early 70s, you know, Bigfoot movies were, uh, were, you know, people making some good coin out of those. That was popular. Yeah, yeah. and of course... You know, he had the uh, the male Bigfoot, which supposedly depicted the Bosberg cripple foot, I think, because it was walking, you know, yeah. with a limp. And we was trying mm-hmm. to say that was the Bosberg. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, we did a show on that, uh, uh, gosh, this is probably several years back now, um, when we were talking about the Bosberg tracks. And you had found some photographs of the track prior to them casting it. Yep. Do you remember that show we did? I sure did. That was way back when. And was, what um, the what the track looked like in the snow was a whole lot different than what they got casted. <laughs> <laughs> and my buddy Steve goes, is there a porcupine in this deck? <laughs> Spoilers. Now, uh, Mick says he blames Biscardi, or, or Ivan Marks for Biscardi. Uh, no, I really blame Biscardi for Biscardi. <laughs> Mick's got a good point there, you know. Uh, the father of the term of Ivan Marks syndrome. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Tom Thomas Steenberg uses that term yep. all the time. Um, and Brian says I, Ivan's a good start. Um, I believe uh, Tom Biscardi has referred to Ivan Marks as his mentor. Sure does. Sure does, but the, who knows at this point if it really, you know, I, I Tom Biscardi says a lot of things that yes, that's true. That, um, now, folks, if you wonder why we we blank our cameras out once in a while, it's because we like to take a puff or two on our to, our tobacco products, and we just don't want to get in trouble from you know the YouTube powers to be that we're promoting you know that particular habit. So that's yeah. why we've been Chris and I will blink out once in a while with our cameras. So our apologies for that. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that we started, you know, because all of a sudden we, we, we got a demonetization on one of the videos and uh, that was one of the reasons cited that we're promoting smoking because we're smoking on a podcast. How silly is that? But it is what it is, I suppose. Well, you know, when I, if I blank my camera out, it's because that I don't have any pants on and uh, I have to get up and go out of the room. So, People don't want to see that. You know, that's all. You know, that whole comment was below the waist, Chris. <laughs> it was really terrible. So that is our number one entry. Of course, Ivan Marks tried to, um, you know, he tried to um, hoax uh, Peter Byrne into giving him $25,000 for uh, probably the footage you're seeing in his movies. Yeah. Um, and if you if you're new to to bigfooting and stuff, you know, check out some of Ivan Marks' stuff. You may find some videos on YouTube that have some of the uh, 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 some of the videos that he collected. Uh, sure, the, and um, not only that, but you will you will find that uh, the documentary is very well available on YouTube and stuff like that for mm-hmm. free. So uh, check it out. It's a little, and of course, you know, uh, Ivan Marks and the scientists that refute my, you know, he gets all angry at science, of course, you know, same thing with, you know, and, and that, you know, that we say that Biscardi kind of, he was Biscardi's mentor. And we look at that and um, we, we kind of see that in a bit, the way this Biscardi always talks about other, what do they know? They don't know nothing. 
you know, that kind of stuff. Okay, Tom, whatever. You know, just remember one poor and another poor. Um, so uh, that is the queen of spades. Let's do the queen of hearts. And I apologize if, it, if this, sometimes it'll load up automatically. Sometimes it does not want to. Queen of hearts, the Bigfoot tooth hoax. And this guy from We Do It Outdoors, I forget his name because he's not really a big player, and that's why he's only a queen. Only recently, it looks like he has stopped his shenanigans for uh, the meantime right now. Um, yeah. that, a couple uh, of years ago, he tried playing this this hoax where he found a Bigfoot tooth. He's got some noises, like very clearly on it is a screech owl. Um, yeah. You know, and he's trying yeah. to claim that that's a Bigfoot or something. It's just... Some of his stuff uh, is um, really uh, now. Was it uh, he owns a lawn service company? Was it to get more attention to his lawn service company? I don't know, but uh, whatever the case is, um, he is not really doing too much. I think his last video was like ten months ago, so he may be out of business, which is good because that's what we want to do. We want to cycle these people and get rid of them. And uh, boy, we we've got a couple. Well. We've got a couple of names on the list here today, which are going to be big surprises that they've kind of cycled out or they're cycling down. So that is a big tooth. It really is. <laughs> Mix says, if DeHinden were live today, he could swear for two weeks straight without repeating himself, just talking about marks. <laughs> oh, so, uh, Bigfoot and, uh, and more, um, the tooth hoax. Let's see, yeah. that came out, uh, was it last year or the year before, whatever, um, it was, I think it was in the wintertime, because obviously there was snow in the background of the picture, so I think it was like the winter of uh, 20, uh, either the end of 2020 or the beginning of 2021, where this gentleman claims that he had a Bigfoot tooth, and he sent it off for DNA, and he's got this video of him allegedly extracting DNA, which really... Um, you could tell that was a very flawed method of how he was, you know, collecting mm. that DNA. He wasn't using buckle swabs. He was just using like a, a small, uh, very, very thin dowel to uh, like he, he's using that for the extraction. So um, mm. uh, definitely uh, very, very interesting. We kind of called him out in the show. He got wind of it and he started commenting on it, which was kind of interesting. And, um, you know, after uh after I, I kept asking him to answer the question logically and, and, and not get uh, trollistic or start name calling. And he couldn't hold yeah. himself to that. So his comments got the boot and he got banned from commenting. So that's what happens. And, you know, we have no problem with somebody disagreeing with a view yeah. on our comments, but you know, don't take it personal. And if you make it personal, you're going to be shown the door. Simple as that. Yeah. And your, your, your post is not going to be uh, taken. And a lot of these folks here, we've had comments from their, their minions uh, over, over the, you know, the last, you know, decades. So this is yep. nothing new to us. Um, so moving on, who should we do? The queen of diamonds. And here we go. This one. Uh, this is going to be one of our surprises for tonight. Um, if I get this to load. Okay, so we're having an issue loading the pictures all of a sudden. There we go. Yay! So, yes, Linda Newton Perry. Now, 
some years ago, uh, over 10 years ago, she had made a promise that if the ESP team pictures are a hoax, I promise you I will immediately uh, shut the site down. Yes. Um, well, it took her till actually, I think, 2022 or 20 or late 2021. But I, I don't find her site anymore out there. You can Google it. It's not there. And, um, Good. you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of funny. Some of her sympathizers will say, um, um, her sympathizers will say, oh, well, you know, she's shutting the site down because people were, you know, calling her, you know, hoaxer and, and being hurtful. And yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Uh, we're calling you a hoaxer well, because you're a hoaxer. We don't call people hoaxers. Yeah. Uh, we she don't was, make. Uh, she was promoting uh, hoax evidence and fakery. So hoax after know, hoax. Yeah, you can't hoax after uh, hoax, and if you can't if anybody, ignore that, and yep. she's not really doing the yep. Bigfoot investigation uh, and the Bigfoot researchers any favors by promoting hoaxes. She sure is. Yeah, she's in the yeah. uh, Coos Bay area, I believe. Um, and, and she had yeah. some good ones, and Steve busted them wide open. Yeah. And now she happens to be in the Hall of uh, Squatch Detective Hall of Shame. Sure if is. You want to look at some of those uh, <laughs> some of those photos and stuff. Of course, you know a lot of people don't realize if you post up a photo, even if you change it around a little bit, uh, you can't fool culls. You can fool uh, probably ninety nine percent of the people, but you cannot fool culls because he can he can go into that photograph and. Uh, he could probably tell you who who took it and what time and what they were wearing. I don't know. Sometimes, but, uh, uh, not yeah. always, but 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 sometimes. <laughs> and and um, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I mean, there's so many hoaxes to to count. I mean, the, the number, the three or four hoaxes with Dale Saxton, the ESP team hoaxes, the trail camp, yeah. you know, the 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 big Clyde picture hoax. And yeah. then, of course, the biggest one that took storm a few years back was the Miller document hoax. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, which was a bunch of nice creative writing. Um, uh, uh, nice creative writing. A lot of people bought it because of the, the, you know, obviously it was read off of some, you know, copied off of some academic site. Not necessarily copied, but skewed a little bit from some academic sites. Yes. And, um, but then we it, found the real Dr. A.J. Miller. Yeah. And that, that's a, what really crushed it. A.J. Miller was never a medical doctor. He wasn't even a doctor. A.J. Miller was had a master's in forestry. Had nothing to do with medicine wow. at all. Like she had claimed that he had a doctorate in this and a... Um, and a uh, Someone oh. had went to a lot of trouble and they had put a lot of work into creating a scientific paper... Well, that was sounds, probably her and her husband. To sound yeah. scientific, you know, and uh, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know, and and but the whole idea was, and she left that photo of him. Here's Dr. A.J. Miller in his graduation photo from wherever. And mm -hmm. I remember digging into that and speaking to uh, yep. with this wonderful researcher out on uh, the Kitsap Peninsula. I believe she lives on. And uh, she had it nailed down. Uh, she just yep. wasn't sure. And then we ended up digging a little bit more and um, uh, digging a little bit more. We uncovered, you know, that, yes, you got the right person. And look, look at this. So we can confirm it with this. We can confirm it with that. Right. And then all of a sudden the whole floodgates, we found a book written by doctor, by not doctor, but H.A. Miller. And he even says in the credits of the book that he was a forester. So, yep. um, um, 
very uh very uh cool how we we debunked that whole thing and it was one of those those aha moments and uh you know that's the cool thing <clears throat> you know chris people ask me all the time why i do this and yes i i want to that i want to vindicate the witnesses but <clears throat> um I've always said that, you know, with every investigation, I compartmentalize it. Yeah. Um, so if I'm able to take this and, oh, this is a hoax and I work it out and I prove it's a hoax to me, I've done my job. And if there's a feeling of satisfaction, especially when you get these big national things that are bouncing all over the internet and then you're able to find that information and go, Hey, this is bullshit. Uh, we ain't even talk. I mean, <clears throat> there's a couple of honorable mentions that we haven't gotten to, uh, uh, Jonathan Yeoman and uh, yeah. Bob Garrett. Uh, we've busted those guys wide open too, but they were so minor and one-offs that um, I didn't add them into the collection right now because Bob Garrett was a one-off, um, and then he had some shady, you know, business dealings. But we, yeah. you know, uh, and then we have um, Yeoman who had the Bigfoot Peeper, and we we blew that one wide open as well. Um, and you know, there's, <clears> a, there's a lot of stuff, you know. Two, you know, we don't go around picking fights with people that have that have Bigfoot experiences or anything. But when somebody starts no. putting out information as if it's real, then of course we expect it to be real. But now there's also this other niche out there of Bigfoot for entertainment, which was a lot of fictional stuff, and that's fine as long as they say, "Well, this is for entertainment purposes only." That means you know, okay, it's, it's fictional. All right, <laughs> but. Uh, if you start putting out fake stuff like a picture of Big Clive or what a Clyde or whatever, Big Clyde, yep, yeah, and it's obviously a a screen cap from the movie uh, <coughs> Sasquatch: The Legend of Bigfoot. Then, yes, uh, the 1976 you know, film. Yep. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't expect people to sit by and say, "Oh yeah." Well, and it was so that. funny. She she came out with that that statement. My promise: yeah. if if the Emory DSP team pictures are fake, I'll shut this website down. Blah blah blah. And we we proved it every she, single one. Yes. And of course, what does a hoaxer do that created the hoax? Well, I don't see it. So yeah. you're either a hoax promoter or you're the hoaxer uh, yourself. But over the years, we had gotten so many pictures that she had put these stories up, including the use of Tim Frasano's uh, uh, footprint that he found down in Florida. Yeah. Trying to her trying to make claim of that, saying, "Oh, we found this in Oregon." Yeah. And she screamed. She screen capped it off of Fasano's yeah. YouTube video. Stole Tim's uh, print. <laughs> and of course, she talked to Tim. And said, oh well, somebody sent that to me. And yeah, oh. seems like people are sending you a lot of crap, and you just posting it up without any. She claims to be a newspaper or a journalist and a writer, and uh, she does yeah. no verifications, no backgrounds, which is the basics of being a journalist: is that you need to reference your sources and cross-reference them. So. Oh. Her, her explanations never Fuller, flip. hi Don. John yeah. Ayers, hi John. And yeah, we got a ton Nani. more. Uh, we got uh, Nani White Wave, uh, Nani White Wave Running Jen. Mouth. Uh, we got Jen in the house. Joe is in the house from Western New York Joe. Bigfoot. Um, something Angel. to Sasquatch about. Uh, I think we said Jen already. Life as a Flyway is in the house. No need to apologize at all. Um, yeah, the, the house is Welcome. crowded tonight, which is a good thing. Um, you guys are popping out right, right and left. We love it. Yep. Love to have you, everyone. Um, <clears throat> you so, yeah. Excuse uh, my squeaky chair. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. My, my chair is starting. This stool I'm using is, I'm not, I don't use, it's kind of funny. I don't use my desk chair 
when I do the show. Uh, I, yeah. I use a, I have a podcasting stool uh, with a back on it, but it's I got a small back on it, so you can catch the green screen behind me and it elevates mm. me a little higher than my. Otherwise, you know, you'll be looking down at me. Yeah. Um. I kind of, you know, kind of can get in the the camera a little bit easier this way. So, but I don't know if it's squeaking a little bit or not, but, but, uh, and it's also a little smaller in size. So, you know, with the green screen and everything, and I've kind of adjusted things that I can move my green screen out a little bit more. So I got a a lot of room, a a lot of playroom in here now that I I didn't normally have when I first started doing this. So, um, but yeah, the green screen is always fun. Um, Okay. The next one is the Queen of Clubs, and we know who that is. Yes, Richter Riolo. Richter Riolo, okay. And that's for saying all Bigfooters are hoaxers. I mean, here's a guy that calls me a fraud because I disagree with him on something. Saying Bigfoot doesn't exist despite trying to years to pander on the topic. Think about it. Here's a guy that, you know, for years has been saying... Bigfoot doesn't exist, but yet he's pandering to the Bigfoot crowd, showing up at Bigfoot events, which for the most part now he is persona non grata. Um, for years, I was I, I, I was on the good side of this guy. We talked quite often, and uh, but people kept warning me, you know, Steve, you know, Richter has a habit of stabbing people in the back, and guess what he did? When I didn't agree with him over something, when uh, over that whole. Um, Russell Accord statement, what uh, allegedly he said to Richter and I, and uh, it, it turns out after talking to, to Russell, he explained what he meant and it made sense. It made entire sense, you know, and when I talked to Richter about it, he was very quiet about it, but did not argue with me. And then months down the road, he comes out on the attack and, and with, with all kinds of crap and, you know, well, so. I, I don't really know Richter, but uh, why was somebody that doesn't uh, believe or doesn't <clears throat> think Sasquatch or Bigfoot exists, why would they go and hang around Bigfooters? Are they like in, in well, for the people or what? Uh, you know, know, uh, I just don't get it. He, uh, well, so he can have a show. So he can get his little internet fame. Uh, he was on the Bigfoot bounty. He got kicked off after the first episode. Um, and since then, he's been a jilted type of guy. But he's also the type of guy that used to say he was in fear for his life with Rick Dyer, but then he meets up with him in Las Vegas and goes out with him and then goes out with people like Justin Smeha and, and stuff like that. So all these people he's calling hoaxers, he's running around the field with. So, mm. you know, uh, you know, all I can say is hypocrisy, hypocrisy, hypocrisy. And uh, frankly, I'm not going to stay too long on this topic. Um you know, but if you ever watch any of his videos, you know, like, like if there's any stills, he alters people's appearances by taking out some extra teeth or by making them look a little, you know, darker or sallow or find them at the, the funniest type of ways. So, you know, right back at you. <laughs> so he has a little bit of mustard or something. What is that? Okay. <laughs> I don't want to speculate. Um, okay. Me neither. Uh, yep. Okay, so let's get into, speaking of which, we mentioned this guy once already. Um, and let's see if we can get this to pull up. Hang on, we got Oh, hang on a second. We're, we're having a little issue with the computer for some reason again. Um, 
those picture files are pretty big. No, I hang on. I'm gonna wipe them all out because there we go. I'm gonna have to wipe them all out because it is uh, definitely uh, not working properly. Um, so <laughs> let's see. I'm of course like the fifth click on this. We're finally getting it up. Of course, Rick Dyer. Need I say oh, yes. more? Rick, the yeah. King of Hearts. Need I say more? Uh. Yeah, he needs a he needs his place on a card. He's a sweetheart. But for the most part, he is done with Bigfoot. So Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, he might as well be because, you know, how could anybody I was shocked. I'll tell you what, he did, he shocked me. Because on the second time around when he came up with his what was his body guys, the body hulks, what was that guy's uh the Bigfoot's name? Hanks, Hank, Hank, Hank. When he came up with that Hank body hoax, and people actually bought it, this is the second time. I'm like, oh my god, you know, I could not believe it. How could yeah. anybody? It's like lightning striking twice. So well, I don't know if he could get away with it a third time or not. I don't think he could. Surely to God, no. Surely no. He and and he was he was building up to that a while back. Yeah. Uh, with these couple of used car guys and. Um, yeah, that did not necessarily uh, um, come out. Well, the reason why he is not the ace is because it's been, when was the last hoax? Nine okay. years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Nah, it's been a while. So that's the reason why. Uh, 2008, 2013. And, uh, you know, my father used to have a saying, don't sell your cabbages twice. Hmm. And, uh, you know, and if you're wondering why, if somebody told the same joke over again, he would say, yeah. don't sell your cabbages twice. Yeah. And that's exactly what Dyer did. Don't sell your cabbages twice. You know, and as Joe well, just said, some buyers though. So, you know, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. long live Rick Dyer, just not somewhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so who, who knows? Um, so let's get to the king of diamonds. Okay, we're trying. <laughs> the Squatch Master, Jeff oh. Patterson. Okay. Yeah. So, yep, and now that guy has years of fakery. Uh, we've called him out. Tim Stover from Ohio has called him out on the, yeah. the tree-shaking video where... He had oh, yeah. taken a very dark, uh, you know, and a picture of his son shaking a tree, claiming it was a Sasquatch. Right. He's managed to get on a couple of TV shows with his fakery and his blob squatches. And then his audios that uh, he claimed were a Sasquatch talking. But when you reverse them, it was just a matter of being a, um, uh, a radio transmission, maybe off a scanner or something. Yeah. Played in reverse. Yeah. And he claimed that was Bigfoot talk. And then when that was debunked, saying it was, you know, oh, wait, you've just proven it. Whatever it was, it was paranormal. It was demonic. And that's why oh, he was wow. speaking backwards. So he completely shifted that story. So, yeah, no, this, think, this guy, this guy is, is somebody that's, you know, not trustworthy um, and uh, obviously has gotten some... Uh, um, uh, just he's made it to these different shows. So well, with uh, uh, Tim, 
Stover did that investigation of the tree shaking. Uh, I watched that video that Tim did. It was first first rate work. Uh, he found the exact tree yes. where yep. uh, Patterson filmed. And all around that tree were like uh, boot tracks, tennis shoe tracks. Yep. Not one single Bigfoot Just track. Quiet. Yeah, Bigfoot track. Nope. nope. Um, Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah, just, uh, amazing. And I believe he's in the uh, Squatch Detective Hall, Hall of Shame as well. Mm. Uh, uh, so not, no, any, uh, just, uh, made a comment. I believe he is in there too. <laughs> Don Fuller says lots of Patterson's hoaxing. Well, this Patterson is with the double T. Um, <laughs> now it, it's kind of funny. We talk about, um, you know, this guy, hoaxing and where he really jumped the shark is uh, remember he had the videos of the dead baby bigfoot and it was this whatever it was it was like so oh. fake remember that man and, i know, don't know i it's been so long and uh i, I haven't looked at it. It, it you'll spend two minutes looking at any of his videos before you change the channel to something else because it's just it's that ridiculous uh and i i man i've got to wear any more after years of watching a bunch of crap, I just don't. If I felt as soon as it strikes me, it's like, oh my god, this is just this is terrible. This is hoax. This is just this is stupidity. It, it's insulting. So I just can't stand to watch anymore. I've got to go somewhere else. Watch something else. Yeah, yeah. Girly Bigfooter says, "Don't mix Patterson the Pattersons." Well, <laughs> now we come to the king of clubs. <laughs> Bing, Mike Patterson with one D. There he is. So yes, we have the 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 other Patterson here in the in the hoax collection, Mr. Mike Patterson of Sasquatch, Ontario. Yeah, this was the uh, the fake audio recording, right? Yeah. Yep, and he claims he's communicating with them as well. Uh, by having somebody. uh, mimic a way of talking by uh, speaking while they inhale air. Rather, yes, than... that person was Daryl yeah. Strum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they had a fight a few years back, and Strum came out and said it all, and actually <laughs> provided a an audio saying, yeah. "I am not real." Yeah, I'm not real. <laughs> so yeah. Like what is all? Now, uh, obviously, where are these guys from? Uh, uh, Jeff Patterson, that squatch, uh, squatch master, is from oh well, he's from Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, that area. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's kind of funny because he released a video, said it was in Pennsylvania, and then he released the same video, he said it was in Ohio, and then it shows up on uh, one of those reputable TV programs, you know, uh, such as uh, you know, Paranormal Caught on Tape, you know, where <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had some of his stuff was shown on TV on some uh, some shows. Yeah, uh, I think he was on the Finding Bigfoot as well, where they kind of debunked his stuff. Also, yes, um, he was. He was on. But, but so you know, and, and and you know, of course, you know, his whole thing is, well, I've been on this show and that show, and you know, trying to you know build a resume, but he was shown for evidence that was crap. Yeah, oh, wow. He was featured on the show, yeah, busting hoax. 
I don't know what that does to your reputation. It seems like instead of elevating it, it would probably, uh, probably, uh, you know, uh, drag yeah, it down. Hurt it a mud. little bit. Yeah, I would think so. And of course, Steve, Steve's favorite video is the gifting bowl one. It would have been better by means of communication if he used the gifting bowl. <laughs> I like Steve's idea of the gifting bowl. He gets like uh, iPhones and stuff. <laughs> I sure do. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, but, so. Know, this, this is another one that was insulting uh, to be expected to believe this this was another one well it's and, all about uh, you know it's all about creating a big channel and getting you know these clicks and these hits and uh you know yeah. i'm sorry i earn it the old-fashioned way i earn it and i earn it honestly <laughs> yeah um, yeah i mean uh, you know uh, i suppose you could make up a big hoax about bigfoot and and get you know my maybe a viral video or something but uh, what what good has that done anybody? It it, it certainly didn't do uh, any Bigfoot researchers any good. No, you know? no. And, and and what it does is it it one of my tenants on my side is the responsibility to educate, and part of that right. education is calling out the charlatans, the people who who put the junk science out there, the people who hoax. Uh, I feel that's very important because we don't want the public miseducated about this topic. It's bad enough that we get a bad rap that, yeah. you know, uh, oh, Bigfoot. Oh, and then you got these these knuckleheads on this deck of cards putting this crap yeah. evidence out, especially like him saying, oh, yeah, or I know. Yeah, that's right. You know, where, where uh, Dr. Johnson has Zorth and the Janu, you know, uh, Mike Patterson calls them the Nefrata or the Nefrata. Uh, that's what he calls them. Oh, they're the Nefrata. You know, and it's amazing. Well, somebody's lying here. Patterson says they're in afraid of Johnson says they're Janu, you know, uh, Kwani Lapsaritis, who was on, who we talked about last week. He says there's something else. Uh, the Sasquatch people who's telling the truth here. <laughs> nobody, nobody there. Oh boy. Yeah. So, so yeah, very, uh, very interesting, uh, type of, uh, of, um, and uh, I see that uh, Mike from Tactical Bigfoot Research is in the house. Hello, Michael. Hey, Mike. And we Hello, got Tac. Nikki from Harry Man Hoaxes and Hoodwinks. Hey, Nikki. Finally kicking back. Hello. Good and you. uh, you've missed the queens and the kings. This is the last king of the group, I believe. <laughs> you being all in? Mary. I'm Mary. I sure did. Um, so now when we get to the aces, the aces are the folks that are pressing stuff now uh, they are in the now uh some for a while and some not so much uh, uh just uh un unreal um oh and did we say hi to low rider tonight he was one around and don fuller he's out there hello don yeah um yeah i caught don while ago yeah Good so you, bud. so yeah so this was and you know it's kind of funny that uh that um you know uh I caught a chat once between Mr. Patterson here and one of his minions or followers saying, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know who he is. Uh, you know, uh, he must be, you know, some aper, uh, you know, he doesn't know nothing. Blah, 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 blah. You know, really, you don't know who I am. Well, pff, that just shows you how much of a researcher you are. You got to understand a lot of these hoaxers such as him, they don't follow the mainstream big footing. They're on their own agenda. They, uh, they don't do research. 
unlike one person that does, but we'll get into that in a bit. Um, uh, and that's what makes him one of the better hoaxers, I think, um, than, than most. Um, but yeah, this guy, but his, his, uh, his little minion that was commenting, uh, her subtitle on her Facebook page is like the Sasquatch whisper. Mm. And so, Oh, okay. So you're one of those that, Oh yeah. I have all these interactions with Bigfoot and yada, yada, oh. yada. Well, Not a shred great, of evidence. Yeah. Yeah, that would be now, nice. Now you see, Joe says, my life isn't complete unless Biscardi's on, in an ace. The problem yeah. is, is that Biscardi maybe five, ten years ago was on an ace. Not so much anymore. Not so much anymore. His card has gone down in value. So, ah, uh, who is up next? Who is up next? Who do you think? Who should we put up next? Well, how about this one? Boom. That's right. Katuna, a.k.a. Cat Hansen. Cat's out of the bag. Of course, she is still doing... <coughs> that didn't work. She is doing... <laughs> I, I hit the button, but it didn't pop. <laughs> um... Uh, Katuna or Cat, um, here's another one that got kind of broken out. Uh, if you look at the pictures between uh, that, that's there, there was a the whole Braddis hoax. And uh, she had been doing this for a while. And uh, a yeah. few years ago, she came on my radar. And uh, there was a couple of pictures. And actually, there was a Twitter user, I forget the handle, who pointed out the second picture that's off to the right there. That yeah. all that was was basically a baby gorilla, you know, with its hand on, the, yeah. on a fence rail. And she had just inverted that and colored it a little bit, you know, gave it a little more green darkness to once again. Uh, yep. <laughs> once again, here we are, a very uh Linda Newton Perry-esque type of thing. Uh -huh. And uh she's another one that claims that she's had a lot of interactions with Sasquatch and named them. And uh she put out a video about Sasquatch eyes and you know, look at the picture of Bradis here. Bradis is one of the young Bigfoot, yada yada yada. It turns out that that video was a copy of uh, a, a a gorilla rescue that had occurred in Africa, yep. and the baby gorilla's name was Amani, and they had video of that, and that's what she copied the the video caps from, and she altered the eyes slightly to make them look a little bit bigger, but it's the same vegetation, the same face, the same positioning, everything down yep. the road. Um, the um. Yeah, I you know. love when you did that. You, you showed how she stretched the leaves and stuff when by stretching the picture. <laughs> oh man, that's so hilarious! It's, it's just like those. Uh, Was it uh, Instagram where people make uh, put their body photos on there and then they like uh, edit themselves? So a picket fence, a straight rail is like you know crooked. <laughs> Well, here's the other the other interesting uh, fact too, is for years she was using different um, photographs of this particular uh, Eastern European folk singer uh, in place of yeah. hers. Yeah, and um, turns out, uh, you know, when I started doing research, that Katunia Hansen, which is a real name, and she is the only Katunia in the country. 
And that search wow. was, was done using my, my investigator databases. And uh, we simply started as Cat Hansen. And the only name yeah. that popped up in the United States was Katunia Hansen. Yeah. And guess where Katunia lives? Not where she claimed to have lived out in the, the, the Midwest yeah. where she was having all these communications and interactions with these Bigfoot. She right. lived in Connecticut, which Connecticut. by and yeah. far is a very urban suburban state. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so here Probably, she is, uh, you know, Bigfoot activity, maybe not as common there. Uh, <laughs> so the cat's out of the bag. Now, now she is vlogging, not so much on the Bigfoot mystery so much as anymore, but she does talk about cryptids and all this other kind of new age type of stuff, uh, spiritualism and tarot and all this other fun, fun games yeah. and stuff. Um, she had another picture listed other than this one, right? Well, this is, this is her. This is actually her. This is off. Now she's she using another her. picture better. Yeah. <laughs> Chris okay. went there, not me. Yes, I know. I'm I'm not one to talk. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. We both have faces for radio. She has but, hair. I don't even have hair, so I can't complain. But I got. Well, we, I, got we, a, I don't know if that's hair. It could be a wig too. I got a boss goatee here, though, cat. So hey, I got you beat, baby. She kind of looks like you, actually, <laughs> just with hair. Yeah, less a beard. Well, you know, that's what I did look like before. You know, when I when I was clean shaven and I had hair. I mean, we could have been twins, <laughs> but, uh, but truthfully, uh, she is, she's just vlogging now. Um, and, uh, that's actually the real cat Hansen who's been having all these interactions all over these years. And, um, yes, you know, so I, I don't think, uh, she'll be necessarily doing this. And for I'm, so just, much. I'm just kidding guys. Okay. <laughs> I, I know I'm not handsome. <laughs> Oh, Chris. <laughs> so that is the Ace of Diamonds. And uh, who should we do next? Uh, let's do the Ace of Hearts. You know, got to give her credit. Those photos were pretty cool. Ace of Hearts. Oh, Mr. Clickbait Steve Isdall, a guy who knows everything about big there is to know about Bigfoot within yeah. a year or two, but yet never does any research in the field or that we see puts up pictures of other people's stuff. Uh, like a particular, the Mark Zasky hoax uh, and some anomalous picture of a footprint in there trying to claim, Hey, you get up one morning and you find this on your trail camera. <clears throat> and doesn't answer any questions at all about that after the fact. You know, just let people wonder, oh, look what Steve got. Look what Steve got. Well, look yeah. what Steve got. Um, and then this is, this is what you get. And then he posted another day a picture of a, an alleged Bigfoot print that just looks like a cinder block or something was there. It's so square, flat. Mm. Uh, none whatsoever type of motion range. Uh, like, like it does not look like a dynamic footprint because all prints in the ground are dynamic. So there should be some dirt movement or debris movement yeah. towards the direction of travel. Yeah. Um, and as a tracker, he's so good. He should know that. But what he's counting on is our stupidity 
in our uh, or his minions just lack of accepting whatever he says. Well, not so fast. You ran into a community that does not accept everything you say for word, nor should I expect everybody to accept what I say for word without doing your homework. Yep. And check it out. And uh, that's it, you know. you know, people uh, turn around and, and, you know, is he narcissistic? I don't know. I haven't watched enough of it. He certainly does seem to keep it all about him and all about his skill and uh, how nobody else has well, any skill but him. Normally. Yeah, he's got an uh, entertaining channel, and I think that's what it's oh, about. Mostly it's Don, Don, you are correct. I said Mark Zasky. I meant Mark Anders. Thank you for yeah. correcting me there, Don. Yep. I did see some uh, uh, videos that were made kind of poking fun at him when they were, one guy was standing out in front of a, a, a oh, I guess he had a green screen with a big mountain behind him and he was holding a rifle talking, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you could tell he was pointing, making fun of uh, Istal, but it yeah. was pretty hilarious. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, you know- I think uh, some of his scenery he's got in his videos is really great. So uh, for entertainment value, if you just like the stories, <laughs> maybe okay, but not so much in real world. Yeah. <laughs> Mick, Mick says, oh, oh, by the way, Mick says, Chris, don't be so hard on yourself, mate. Uh, <laughs> play with me 24 <laughs> high octane beers and I'll take you to the prom. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. And, and mind you that the uh, the picture he puts up as this alleged trail cam photo uh, on that Facebook post that infamous day is the Mark Anders photo, not the Mark Zasky photo. I stand corrected. I, um, just uh, so many names are floating in my coconut, um, <laughs> but that is Mark Anders, and that is a hoax. And uh, in fact, we we had exposed him another Mark Anders hoax, the NVTV video that they were trying to pass off. Yeah. Um, as uh, another hoax, and boy, we're gonna—you know—I'm thinking we're gonna get a lot of hate for this show tonight, aren't we? There, there are going to be some comments, yes, uh, <laughs> or maybe a lot of thumbs down. But you know, that's okay. Don't care. Don't care because you know what? We're not in it to make friends with the people uh, that want to blindly believe in things. We want to. We want to uh, cater and entertain and educate the people that want to learn. Right. Yeah. The people that in turn can give us a bit of education. And, uh, you know, like Don, Don corrected me there, and I'm glad you did because I was incorrect. And we always want to try to be 100%, 100% of the time. Of course, that never happens. But, you know, the amazing thing with these people is they believe they're 100% correct 100% of the time. Right. And that is the difference between these guys and us. Have you ever heard, and, and we'll get into this in a bit, but so the people I've shown, I, have you ever heard them admit a mistake? Except Linda Newton Perry, because she had gotten caught saying, oh, well, Mr. Fasano, I'm sorry. Somebody sent me that. That's the thing. See, she didn't actually admit that she had made the mistake. It was somebody, somebody else. She right. shifted the blame to somebody else. And that, that's what they'll do. Rather than say, yeah, you know what, you're right, I'm wrong. They'll, you will never hear that, never. They're going to say, 
well, you're right, but it's because this yeah. other person did something, not me. I'm not still me. Right. No, no. And it, it was like <laughs> it was like Biscardi's involvement in the 2008 hoax. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, they duped me, or the 2005 hoax. Oh, oh, they duped me. You know, they it's always me. this this excuse. Yes, we trusted them, and they made a mistake. I made a mistake in trusting them, and yeah. uh, that's why it looks bad on me. But I'm I, I only I only had good intentions. You know, so it's that kind of of, of attitude yeah, every there. time, right? And of course, time. that's the one thing you would expect from people who, you know, there is a very similar. There's a similar line among people who create cults and who create followings based on hoaxes and lies. Right. If you think about it, a cult is created on hoaxes and lies, as is, uh, you know, the rest of these folks. So it's very similar paths, and they attract people that are narcissistic that are people that that have you know sociopathy sometimes even psychopathy uh, so you have a, a bunch of of different people that rise to this occasion now me i've just been a type a asshole all my life <laughs> you know I, I but i you know i'm an investigator so i want the truth so uh, am i narcissistic i i chris you've met me in person and I may seem like on a high horse when I'm on the broadcast or even when I write, but anybody that's talked to me in person, am I a narcissist nope, at all? No, 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 not at all. Brother, staying away from a narcissist. Hey, and uh, thank you, Jeff. Jeff just sent a four ninety nine super Jeff, sticker. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Appreciate um, it. Uh, by the way, if if nobody knows Jeff uh, Trifoletti on Facebook. He makes some great leatherworking products, so check him out too. Um, you know, great guy, uh, Jeff. Um, old work buddy of mine, so it's kind of funny. And we, you know, it's uh, good to connect with him. It was years ago, so and uh, well, thank you, Jeff. We we love having you here too. So proud to have you, buddy. <laughs> um. I like Lockyer's That's comment. right. Fringe stuff always brings out the fringe people. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, that's in Grasshopper. And hello, Grasshopper. And hello, Norma, too. Uh, and Mary. Hello, Mary. Good seeing you. I killed a mosquito and lost you. Okay, you're back. You know, so hang on a second. Okay, there we go. Um, but, yeah, we... we this guy, I, I just don't... And, because he has this hunting background, everybody's like so quick to to uh, to go because he can show you a picture of him holding up some, some and uh, you know he tries to say you know well I know all about hunting and I you know oh it just annoys the shit out of me sometimes um, you know I've been doing this now I've been doing this since 1998 that's what Chris 24 years pretty good while. Uh... 24 years. Good God, I've been doing this 24 <laughs> years. Um, and I know about that much. You know, uh, you know, you can add the primate behavior stuff in there and you should expect some things, but that's just a small fraction of everything there is to know about these creatures or uh, everything there is to know about ecology, biology, tracking, all that stuff. I, I know enough to get me by. I know enough, but it's not enough to call me an expert tracker or uh, even though I can track, it's not enough to, to call me anything else. Uh, what I do know is investigation. What I do know is forensic interviewing. What I do know is evidence collection. That is my field of expertise. So that's, you know, I, I try to claim nothing that I am not. I'm not a scientist. I am not a squatchologist. 
I'm none of that. <laughs> so. <clears throat> Squatchologist. Squatchologist. Bigfootologist. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen people call them some, some of those things, too. And I kind of just, you know, if they're not being a, 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 a dink about it, I kind of just smile and nod. And, mm. you know, we even, you know, uh, even a, you know, cryptozoologist, that's just a term, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's just the terminology silly to me anyway. It's to me, it's all about who's telling the truth, who's not. So and that's what I try to bring my audience. It's my, uh, you know, right and honor to do that and bring that to you. So moving on, let's take a look at the ace of clubs. And the ace of clubs goes to Dr. <laughs> Matt Johnson, of course. You know, who, like I said, who is causing the current stuff? Now, we talked a lot about him last week, and, and oh, we know cult-evading Bigfoot. Cult-evading, <laughs> yeah. Cult-evading. Very uh, cultivating. You know, uh, the Janu. Uh, what more can I say? And the more I watch what goes on, the, the more of... I see, I, I mean, you want to talk about uh, telegraphing, you know, trying to control people and control people's thoughts. Um, you know, going up in front of people. Uh, you ever see Finding Bigfoot? Well, they're wrong. Wrong how? Wrong, you know, you would expect when they say they're wrong. If somebody is wrong, they're wrong about something particular. What if Bigfoot does not have a tapetum lucidum? Then I'm wrong. But I'm wrong about that topic, not about the entire topic. So for him, there is no um, uh, difference. They're, they're wrong. They, yeah, these things are, are Janu, and they have supernatural abilities, and they, they, you know, they have a council of 12, and they may be the 13th member of the ambassador. Uh, you know, uh, this kind of wild, wild stuff. So... It, it, it's almost funny, uh, but uh, when, you know, when you get into it to where the guy uh, died from not taking his uh, uh, blood pressure medication or stuff. Uh, that's, I'm not that's really not sure. Um, I, I kind of want to veer away from exactly what was wrong with him. All I know is that he was ill. Yeah. And then he had, it may have been cancerous. I don't know what, what the exact it's, situation was. You know, you don't really uh, um, get but, stop people from taking their medication because um, no, magical I, Bigfoot leaders I, is going to cure. You know, them. I, and I don't know if it was forced upon him to do that. No, no, I'm you sure. Know, I, you know, and I, I, I can't blame one hundred percent Johnson for that. I can blame him for putting the idea into this man's head. And sometimes when you're, you know, if, if it was something like a cancer where you've been getting beat up with radiation and chemo and all that, and it's not working, and now you got to go again. I can understand how that can wear a body down and wear a person's mental status down to the point where they're saying, let me just try this. You know, well, just I'm, like I'm just still... like there's just like there's people that try homeopathic cures for, for cancers yeah. or homeopathic cures for anything. The bottom line is, is it this guy's fault? Unless he said, you know, the religion of Zijanu forbid you to take any medication. It's not really his fault. Other than the fact that he said that the Zijanu can heal people. So it's not really his fault. But he's got plenty of testimonials of people claiming they have knee injuries and the knee injury is now better and stuff like that. We've seen well, that. 
you know, I, I personally, though, I tend to hold him responsible for uh, that uh, that action. Uh, just as sure as uh, the Heaven's Gate cult leader uh, talked to everybody into drinking their poison, whatever it was. Yeah, Chapel White, I think his name was. Yeah, Chapel, uh, Chapel White, yeah. Chapel or something like or something that. Like that. But, uh, yeah, he's just as responsible as any of those guys. Because when you talk somebody into something, and, you know, not everybody is the same intellectually. You know, you might have some guys that are extremely gullible for some reason or another. And so, you know, you could say, hey, man, you don't need to take that medicine because Bigfoot's going to cure you. Or uh, Yeah, but, you know, and we we don't have the evidence to say that, though. Right. Don't know for sure that he said That's why I I won't, I don't like entertaining that idea. Yeah. Uh, That's right. His name was Applewhite. That's right. Applewhite. Applewhite, yes. Yes. I knew it was something, of course. Uh, I was close. I said Chapelwhite. So, yeah. It becomes dangerous. Uh, And when you do something something that that leads to... uh, uh, the danger to the safety of others. But, but you know what? There, you know, I kind of, I kind of look at it too from the fact is, and it's the way I was brought up. I, I take responsibility for what I, my own actions. Yes. You know, <clears throat> whatever I get because I, I'm a smoker. That's on me. It's not on the tobacco company. Right. They didn't put these in my hand. <clears throat> and the same thing with, the, with 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 Johnson and this guy. You know, that got sick. Um, you know, he didn't. He didn't tell him outright at least not that i know that the bigfoot will cure him or even the fact that you know he can't take traditional treatment and that he must go to the john who no there's no evidence of that you know this could be something clearly that the guy just believed what he wanted to believe and he because he you know you know uh, metaphorically drank the kool-aid he went ahead and did that Uh, so is that necessarily you know Johnson's fault. Well, it is for creating that whole background and having that that healing process. But the ultimate responsibility comes to the person responsibility for making calls on their life. Um, that that's kind of the how should I say it? the the catch twenty two of a cult is that you know those people are are in there willingly. It's not like you know they were forced to join the cult or forced to you yeah know. but steve's still the leaders uh, that are preaching the dogma or whatever it is are uh, to me i think they're responsible and i'm i'm always going to view it that way now you know yourself you have worked previously with a develop developmentally disabled yes. and you know how they have those 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 guys and gals have beautiful hearts they're extremely trusting and maybe somebody could talk someone into doing very, something that very, they weren't very, exactly. Very know. true, but I think some of them couldn't be talked into certain things as well. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You know, so I think it all comes down to the person. They can be talked into it. Well, whose fault is that? It's the person. You know, if I'm sitting there and somebody comes in here and says they want to pave my driveway, uh, I just need, you know, $500 down. We'll be here tomorrow. And they just show up at my door, you know, um, yes, bad on the criminal. They shouldn't be doing that. And who do they prey on? They prey on people that are a little slower of judgment, like the elderly. But if I give them $500, yes, they're criminally responsible because they're a criminal. But, hey, I got to take some responsibility. I'm not saying that they're, how should I say, in this particular scenario, uh, they're being committed a crime on, not a belief. 
Right. So it's a little different. So even in that case scenario, the bottom line is I gave them the money to do this uh, and they did not follow through. Is it a crime or is it a tort, which is a uh, civil court offense? Um, and that could be, you know, that, you know, you give this shyster roofer money to do your roof and they do a shitty job on it when you, you know, you took a chance on them and didn't bother looking at the Google reviews or whatever reviews, Angie's yeah. list or whatever, you know, Hey, that uh, part of, I mean, yes, I'm going to sue them to fix the job or get my money back so I can have the job properly done. But I do have some of that blame on my own shoulders in the first place. And I have to pay those consequences by going through all these steps, because guess what? I'm the one who didn't do my due diligence hiring this contractor. So, you know, there is, it's something we've lost in this, you know, a lot part of our culture is taking responsibility for the things we do. There would be a lot less people um, getting involved with cults and believing this crap if they just took responsibility for themselves. Our audience, I'm sure, takes takes full responsibility for their own actions and what they do. Uh, that's never been a problem with with our audiences. Um, so I, I really think I'm preaching to the choir here. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, but see, we're lucky. Well, Mar- we've got some, Mar- we've got okay, some so of we, the sharpest, yeah. sharpest audience members yep. of any show. Yep. So, so we're we lucky. got we got questions too. So let's hit this. Um, uh, first one is a comment from Mixing. Ever notice how Doctor Matt Zorth always uh, yeah, Matt Zorth, Doctor Matt always breaks down in tearless crocodile tears when he recounts his first encounter. Then doesn't look or look or sound like someone who's traumatized ten seconds later. Yes. Absolutely. I've so I saw that in a um in, in, in a speech he made to about well, it's hard to tell how many people were there. It wasn't a very full room, I'll tell you that much. You could see about six or seven people in the room. Uh they called it Bigfoot 101. Yeah. And he called his three classics like the the bachelor's degree, the master's degree, and the doctorate. <laughs> oh my god. Now, you can't make this stuff up. And, and, you know, I wonder if at the end of that, he actually gives them certificates. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Um, Raptor Crazy, question, didn't this guy pass away like a couple of years ago? Yes, I believe he did. It was either either a year or two or maybe three years ago, but but pretty, pretty close. Um, yeah, it is raining out here, and I think the rain is being caught on my mic a little bit. So I just noticed that. Um, it's pouring rain out here, actually. Um, okay, here's a question. Do you think the Wu uh, were really fringe, almost supernatural attitudes given to cryptids might be due to lack of critical thinking or teaching of philosophy and education? Nothing like an easy question. Thanks. <laughs> and hello, Boy. by the way. We didn't see you sneak in either. So here's my thoughts on that. Um, uh, here's my thoughts on that. <laughs> Um, I don't think it's because of a, uh, some people, it may be a lack of critical thinking. Some people, um, you know, but I'm talking about the people who believe without having an experience. If people have an experience and they encounter something supernatural, I bet you that somewhere in that mix, there is a scientific explanation to explain just about everything that we perceive as supernatural whether it be PTSD, whether it be uh, a, you know, post-traumatic amnesia, whether it be 
I, you know, whatever in their mind is trying to fill that void. I, I don't know for sure. There's nothing I can prove to that, but I'm sure that there is an explanation that can explain that type of phenomenon without it saying, oh, well, Bigfoot's an alien or Bigfoot's coming out of a portal or, you know, or Bigfoot's a Nephilim or, or any of those explanations other than Bigfoot is a primate. And it depends on the individual. I, you know, was very well prepared. I was researching these things for, at the time, 13 years uh, before I had my first eyeball. There it is right there. And, you know, uh, 150 feet away from me. Um, that is, you know, my, my, I, I was still traumatized. You can see me in that video that I've shown where I'm a little like, wow, um, wow. I just, it was standing right there and uh, it was just looking at me and, you know, uh, yeah, there, there was trauma, but because I was anticipating that being there, um, it did not, you know, envelop my whole mind. And I didn't start seeing Bigfoot around every corner. I didn't hear a bump go <gasps> Bigfoot. I mean, I've stood next to people in Kentucky, not Chris, <gasps> but in Kentucky that here's, you know, who cooks food? You know, here's a barred owl. And the guy goes, oh, that's Bigfoot imitating an owl. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's an owl. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, you know, and Mick says that I'm with Chris on the Steve people when they pray. I'm mentally ill or weak. They're, they're violating. Uh, I, I do believe that, but. You know, if they put forth this, it's the culpability. You know, if he's not forcing him to do it, yeah. then really there's no culpability in it other than, you know, it's a moral. It's a moral, yeah. no no lie, but it's not criminal. I want to make that, that clear. Um, that's why it's so tough to um, sometimes... Uh, have these cult members arrested. Uh, that's why it's so difficult... You know, people who claim, you know, well, they're being held against their will. And then they talk to them, oh, I want to be here. You know, and because they're, they're totally brainwashed, uh, then that's, you know, that's on them. I mean, why why do you think they have problems with, you know, there's been a lot of allegations made into Scientology and they haven't been able to arrest anybody for keeping people against their wills because every time they talk to them, you know, they, they start, they get into it on their own volition and then they have a trouble getting out. So, um, you know, it's, you know, one of those catch 22s. Um, hey, boy. <laughs> so let's get to another question. OT says, I'm also talking about the non experience. I just believe that I, you know, <clears throat> the lack of critical thinking comes to people who are just, you know, going through facebook and then all of a sudden they find this guy and they say oh he or this gal that's saying hey this and that and this and that and this and that and they're like oh wow this is you know i'm the kind of guy that'll sit there and watch a reality show and start breaking it down in my head and um you know having the experience of done doing film and documentaries and uh shooting a few sizzle reels for reality shows i know how they think i know what they do so it kind of gives me a little ed you know foot up on it a bit or uh whatever a leg up on it a bit so you know um well you know 
a hyena killed in Virginia, you know, I, I'm not familiar with that, but you know, is it impossible? No, <laughs> it's, it's very possible that could have happened, but you know, that's why we do the critical thinking and the investigation. Yeah, but yeah. but then you know, were there any zoo escapes? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't like you know swim across the water from Africa or something. Uh, <laughs> there had to be some way it got there. Yeah. So Mick asks, ever hear a Bigfoot imitating a Sasquatch? Hmm. Um, I think so. Uh, I, I I have yet he has a distinct own sound. <laughs> You get see what I did there, Yeti. Yeah, Yeti has a distinct. Mm. Uh, uh, but now there, there are there are people, and you know you can't fault them that were raised, you know, in urban areas, and and they might not be might not be familiar with all the wildlife sounds sounds because they haven't been out in the woods, and if they hear a coyote or a a barred owl or, or something, you know, then they might, or screech owl, they might tend to think, oh my gosh, you know, what is that? They don't know, so they associate it with Bigfoot. But, uh, you know, with a little research and a little education, and you figure out, hey, that's not really a uh, Bigfoot, that's an owl. But uh, you got to be willing to put in the put in the effort, you know. <laughs> so, uh, low Rider's taking a shot at Lockbeard in chat. Am I gullible <laughs> if I believe that Lockbeard can communicate with turtles telepathically? Uh, uh, no, uh, you are, are completely uh, you are completely gullible if you believe he can communicate with turtles telepathically. <laughs> Remember, only tortoises have telepathy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, um, that's so funny. Uh, it's just, uh, oh man, no, no, Matt Johnson is not dead. We're talking about actually that one of the members in his group that had passed away a couple of years ago that you know uh, was was making comments prior to his death that the John who were going to heal him. Um, that much was certain. Oh, no, so, Grasshopper, no, he's still alive, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, very yeah. much so. We don't, want to, we don't want to start that rumor. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> oh, and man. you know what? I, uh, again, I don't wish anything ill on any of these people. You know, that's not what I'm about. It's nothing personal here. Um, well, except maybe that queen of, uh, queen of clubs. <laughs> that's a little personal. But um, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to start any rumors. That's be like yeah. uh, Abe Vigoda. Yeah. Know, they said he died so many times, and it was hilarious because I used to watch Conan, and then he like stroll or rolls across the stage, and, and Conan after the the latest rumor that Abe Vigoda had died. I didn't know I didn't know Abe Vigoda was on Conan the Barbarian. Oh yes, oh yes, he he'd been on everything, man. Uh, <laughs> I said Conan the Barbarian. Oh no 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 no, <laughs> not Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Oh. Uh, it was so hilarious because th those rumors would come out and then they would just show him, you know, off off to the side of the camera rolling by just to show that he's still alive, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it's kind of, you know, it's bad when Chris kind of just automatically ignore, ignores me because I'm coming up with a silly or stupid statement. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it never occurred to me you were talking about Conan the Barbarian. My bad. <laughs> I didn't know anything 
<laughs> yes, he was the guy that brought the uh, urination pail to everybody. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, it was so bad. I don't know why they didn't do that, but every it was like every couple of months somebody would start a rumor. Abe Vogoda has died, and then uh, you know he would show up somewhere. No, no, I'm, I'm still here. You know, uh, this last time when he really did die, you know, I was halfway expecting it to be another rumor. You know, yeah, I, it it happens that way sometimes. That you know, uh, and jeez. You know, uh, still not over Ray Liotta dying. That was pretty, uh, pretty surprising. Yeah, yeah that's shocker. Um, yeah. But um, well, are we ready for the Ace of Spades? The last one for the night. Who could it be? Who could it be knocking at my door? Go away! I don't want to see you no more. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you can all boo at me for singing. I'm sorry. Apologize. Here it comes. Boop. That's right. <laughs> ah, yeah. His beard is weird. Many faces of Bigfoot. That's a shocker. People are going to be saying, no, no, no. But, well, the other guy was not really relevant lately, so. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's kind of mellowed down a little bit, but yeah. still not. Uh, he's still popping up every once in a while. Um, oh, man, you didn't have my favorite on. Oh, yes, it is. It is. The Muppet Squatch is on there. Okay, my bad. Yeah, the Muppet no. Squatch is there, okay. and we have, uh, you know, uh, Blinky and, of course, his dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, all three. Why? How come all his pictures of Sasquatch are just of, like the neck up? We don't get a full anatomical shot. Why mm. not? You know, that's kind of the critical thinking. How about years ago when he first started that he had bags full of Sasquatch hair that he was sending off to be tested? And then his excuse is, well, somebody broke into my house and took my Sasquatch hair. I'm sure somebody breaks into your wow. house. That's the first thing they look for. Yes. Is, uh, they break into the house. Okay. Like if my house is broken into, oh, this guy's a Bigfoot guy. Where's the Sasquatch hair? Yeah. Never mind the TV. Never mind the computers or the cameras or the, the thousand dollars in electronic equipment. Where's the Sasquatch have, hair? Got to get that Sasquatch hair. <laughs> kind of reminds me of the scene with, with Borat. <laughs> get the pubic hair. Mm. Can I pay in pubic hair? <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, oh, yeah, hilarious. But yeah. Uh, in, in case if you haven't caught the uh, the Hall of Shame post on the SquatchDetective dot com for Mister Standing, you ought to check it out. Uh, Steve's got some good explanations in there. Those photos. Oh, yeah. You still got the photos in there, right? Oh yeah, yeah, he's the Hall of Shame, absolutely. Um, and and also, if you want to check the the videos that I put out on Todd Standing on this channel, they're there. Yeah, uh, the yeah. number one watch video was the first video I put out on Todd Standing. Uh, you know, Raptor Crazy said, "Yeah, I got blocked from Todd Standing about eight years ago when he was alive." He is alive. I don't know why people think he's dead. These are not dead people. Oh, well, maybe when he was live. Probably. Oh, live. Oh, yeah. Live broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to start another rumor. No. 
uh, when he was live years ago, he was talking about this female Bigfoot blinking eyes, and I said, you're a puppet master. Then I got blocked. Well, yeah, there's a good reason why. It was a puppet. Puppet. Um, you called it. Sources that I have said that the eyes blinked when it was, you know, there was a tube that when they blow into it, it would make it blink. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how true that is, but it, you know, a lot of the other stuff, uh, the same, the same source said that the, uh, the Bigfoot in the last picture with the, uh, the wrinkles on the brow ridge was actually his, his dad, dad yeah. uh, just painted up. And that's why you don't see anything below the nostrils or not. You don't even see the nostrils. Why not? Because it would show too much of the nose. That is too much like his dad. Of course, they, if you look at that paint very closely, there are some moles under that paint and those moles yeah. happen to match up with yeah. a picture of his father yeah it so, looks a little a little light up there off the forehead too looks like a, they missed yeah yeah you don't have the full picture there um yeah yeah um but yeah this bigfoot has a receding hairline or widow's peaks as does his dad um so you know i i, I have to what the heck is going on here oh, national weather service okay i'm gonna turn this all right down. Um, we got a tornado yeah. warning there, Steve. Flood warning. Flood warning. But I'm on high ground, so I don't worry about it too much. Okay. Um, and I don't have a basement, so I don't worry too much. Um, well, you know, you well, never. Know, well, I do. I, so. I do have a, a very, a very small crawl space basement type of basement. I think so. that's why it's always uh, a good idea to tune in to us on Sunday nights because sometimes we get things like meteors entering the atmosphere and sonic booms and yeah <laughs> yeah we've actually had that happen on the show that um, happened here yeah that happened <clears throat> let me make something clear uh you know there, there's a lot of talk about you know you listen to, to, to dr m uh, dr meldrum talk about uh, todd standing he's very kind of neutral about the whole thing um it definitely does not prop him up um from what i understand bendernagel walked out on him Hmm. But, you know, of course, Todd will take advantage of everything that Bender, you know, with Bender Nagel had said something about, oh, well, I believe he has, you know, pictures of what um, or, or or something. But it, it was said in such a way that he or illustrations that, you know, it, it was said in such a way that it wasn't a real item, but it could represent something that's real. And he yeah. was talking about blinking. Um and that's right. Bigfoot Society comes in with a Obi-Wan and Anakin reference. Anakin, I have the high ground. Oh, there goes two arms and a leg. Yep. You got to remember, too, though, when, when, arm and a leg. when Dr. Meldrum is speaking about somebody like for a documentary or something, he's going to tend to not throw them under the bus. It's going to be you're going to get if you ask him a question like that, what do you think of so and so? You're going to get the academic answer which is generally dancing around in neutrality you know uh notice that uh, you know he does have a lot of uh, evidence and some people say that some of it's not uh, correct or real but <laughs> you know they, they form of opinion as i'm neutral and i don't want to say one way or the other is what he's really saying and uh you know according to chat i don't want to necessarily put that comment up because of the way it was worded but uh, Low Rider said Survivor Man realized that, that Todd was, you know, not yeah. necessarily who he said he was. Um, and, and that's agreed. And, you know, I've talked to 
uh, people that have been out on expedition with him that have contacted me after the fact and uh, very reputable people. Uh, one particular gentleman was from Arizona and was a retired fire captain. And I, I won't mention his name yet unless I have him on the show. Uh, but he paid Todd three grand for an expedition. And that didn't get him a hotel. It didn't get him grand dining. That got him sleeping on a cot in one of his spare bedrooms at the time. Um, you know, so, and I uh, did nothing but talk about tree breaks and, oh, see this, this is Sasquatch. And look at this tree break over here. And that's a Sasquatch. Never saw a print, never heard any, never experienced anything and just had a pretty lousy time of it. And uh, that was three grand. And anybody that charges three grand for a Bigfoot expedition and gives you virtually nothing, that's pretty bad. And, you know, think about that. All you have to do that is about five or ten times a year. You know, and they paid him 3000 American. So it's not even Canadian dollars. Um, so you got to kind of look at all of, of that information very carefully. Um, so tell that's, you what, though. you got to give him credit. I mean, uh, he puts a lot of work into his hoaxes. Well, here's uh, the thing. You know, you got to understand, Todd, before all this, had a production company called Outstanding Productions. Yes. And his, you know, people will say, well, his wife was a was a makeup artist. Well, she was a cosmetic makeup artist. So yeah. let's... Not, not exactly the same. Yeah. Not, definitely not the same thing. It's not yeah. like a Bill Munns or a... Right. Um, um, so that totally different, totally different thing. And, uh, you know, he's no longer with Louise. He is now a single man. And that may explain why that, you know, like you had that one kid who that YouTuber that went out with him that time that found the gorilla hand, yeah, the gorilla gloves or the, the Sasquatch gloves in the back of his truck, right. which coincidentally coincided with his video of the Bigfoot hand taking hands. the apple, yeah. which from what I understand was a particular individual who thought they were, he was, videoing it just to test to see if it could be faked turns out it ended up in the video as the real thing oh you know what i'm saying so and that comes from that source as well so all these little tidbits of knowledge you know come out you know and then he said oh well it was a practical joke for my brother-in-law then why would you keep them in your truck why yeah. <laughs> your hands get cold so you put on gorilla gloves come on Oh, you're the one, the random Canuck. No, Chris, no hoaxer should be given any credit. Well, I mean, he did hey, welcome random. into those. Let me, let me just say the random Canuck, welcome. Welcome. It's good to see you. But he did put some, you got to admit, he did put some effort into his fakeries. It's not like he took a, uh, uh, a $39.95 uh, Halloween gorilla suit oh, we're, and we're, we're, filmed that. We're, 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 we're not disagreeing with you at all. No, uh, that's why no. he's at the the, the first the, the top of the deck here, Todd, Mr. Todd Standing. Um, you know his, you know all his lawsuits were based upon the government violating his civil rights. A lot of people think they well, we was trying to get he was trying to make Bigfoot a real item. He was trying to protect his civil rights. Well, the Canadian government's denying the existence of these creatures. Uh, you know, basically, if you read the paperwork, it's because and they're impeding on my belief and my right to believe in Bigfoot is real. That violates my constitutional rights under Canadian law. Oh boy. 
that's why it got tossed because of those kind of like far stretching out there type of legal arguments. And the funny thing is Claudia, <coughs> Claudia Ackley a few years ago was, excuse me, was trying to seek from California recognition of the creature and taking them through the courts. And then all of a sudden she enlisted the help of Todd standing. Why? I don't know. Claudia, you knew better or you should have known better. Um, she employed his help. Uh, why? I don't know, because he wasn't very successful what he was doing. And shortly thereafter, the whole thing got dropped. Yeah. So never did go to court. So, well, know, the, of course, the, of course, Todd Standing wanted in on it because it puts his name in the press and it gives oh, him more, yeah. more names. Yes. People buy his documentaries. People will, will uh, right. you know, people will want to go on expedition with him. So even if he catches two or three suckers over a half year's time. Um, you know, and I don't mean, I don't mean that ill for people who believed in him and did it. I understand that, but that's his line of thing. I can get a couple of suckers to come here and yeah. give me 3,000, 3,500 each time. You know, Hey, I don't have to work for the next few months, especially when I'm living at mom's house, which kind of funny is that people forget when he first came out. Uh, the website is sylvanic.com. S Y L V N E A N I C, which by definition is a Latin based term. And according to him, oh, the, the first, the first Americans or the, um, the first nation people, uh, only knew about this area called Sylvanic. And how would they know? It's not even a, a native American, native American or first, you know, uh, uh, I, I just had it too. The, uh, first, uh, First Nation people. The First Nation people don't even call it that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Sylvanic is a Latin-based name, and coincidentally, his mom's name is Sylvia. Mm. So is that where he kind of derived that from? And uh, the whole site, what about those three missing campers that went into Sylvanic? We never heard about them again. And that second-grade police sketch that he had looked like it was written by a second-grader uh, on his website. And then he makes the claim, and there was the infamous uh, uh, Sylvanic video number one, which was this woman walking, and all you see is a camera, and you see these very bad tracks in the snow, and you hear her go, hmm, what is it that we have here? Hmm? Yeah. And then you see this tree start shaking. <laughs> and the tree shakes, and then the video cuts out. Come on, it was so <sighs> fake. And then at the same time, there was another user that was on the Bigfoot forums that found an Edmonton paper that had Todd's phone number on it looking for actors and actresses. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so all of that. And then it turns out that he has this production company. And for a while, it was kind of funny because I was looking at his production company you know, credits, and he was doing commercials about strip clubs. <laughs> Yeah. So it was really, you know, really some weird stuff on on his Facebook page at the time. Him in a gladiator suit, really like whoa, stuff you can't unsee, unfortunately. Um, well, yeah, I, I think he was like had a production company, and he thought the way to make uh, some decent uh, change. Well, would he be was looking with Bigfoot at the time. He was looking for a Blair Witch type of film. Yeah. That found footage film. And that's what he was building that site for. Hey, there's these three missing hikers. And now all of a sudden you have some actors and actresses come out and you're filming them walking with a, with the footprints in the snow and a big foot going, oh, 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 oh. here's a tree. And then the film cuts off. Come on. Yeah. 
I remember yeah. that the somebody was over there uh, inside the the tree line there shaking the the branch because the snow was falling off and stuff. It was it was hilarious. It yep. was uh, it was a very uh, elementary attempt. Oh, Mr. Lee three PO is in the house. Hello, Mr. Lee three PO. <laughs> Good to see you again this evening, sir. Um, yeah, so that's the initial. You know, and when he first came out in 2005, we, it was pretty easy because when, when my, my website went national January 1, 2006, it, it was very easy. And he was like one of the first people in the Hall of Shame. And it was based upon the Sylvanic website and the Sylvanic video one and, you know, all this other crap that that, that went on. Um, very, uh, very, very, um, very easy. Um, uh, oh, and also the same source said that the, the Bigfoot running up the hill in that, that, that quick video there um, was actually a, an Edmonton firefighter that was off duty. And then he had hired to put the suit on and make a run up the hill. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he had a, a pay-per-view thing on his website. You had to pay to see that, too. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying several... all kinds of ways to, to monetize yeah. Yeah. Uh, to monetize what he was doing. And um you know, unfortunately, that was, uh, you know, and this is where we are today, where people think he's like the greatest, and I don't see it. I, I see somebody that's, you know, hasn't come up with a consistent Bigfoot, <laughs> um, has used um, puppetry and pictures and like, like the, the blinking Bigfoot. He didn't release that till I think, 2015, 2016, but that picture had been circulating, I think, since 2013 uh, without that. And it went into the Edmonton Sun. And that's where I got the copy from it. They put yeah. it on their website. And they put the raw picture on the website. So it yeah. came out with all the details, when it was taken, the time it was taken, yeah. the, the, all the, the, the camera settings, which the camera settings were set for a still object with good lighting, which is yeah. never really something you do when you're in a dark. Think about it. You're in a dark yeah forest where there's a lot of dark cover you're you're photographing wildlife why would you set it on a setting that's gonna if something moves it's gonna be blurry you know he didn't expect them to post the raw picture he expected no. them to do a copy didn't he had to because a, a, a true hoaxer wouldn't have been that foolish <laughs> yeah yeah, we're gonna we're gonna submit the web uh, the trail cam photo cropped with all the information out of it, and we're only gonna post it on Facebook or YouTube. We're not gonna email it to any researchers because if I email the original picture to the researchers, they can get all that information. So that's why, if folks, if you're out there researching Bigfoot sightings, I always say take it to the next level, and that includes my audience. If you're on a computer, you see something that's there. Obviously, everybody's on a computer or a phone or something yeah. because. They're here watching the show. So if you see a picture, you can always send it towards me and say, hey, what do you think of this? That's fine. But what we need to do is, you know, and I see so many of these, you know, so-called Bigfoot organizations that claim they're, they're into it. And, and, now, and some of them I have some really big doubts about. Um, but they'll have like the entire trail cam picture. But you look, it's been altered by Facebook. And the only way you can get that picture is by Facebook. No, and the other groups don't want, uh, like secondary, you know, I, I, you'll ask a group and say, Hey, can you email me that picture? Well, I can't, or 
I'll send it to you on Messenger. No, I need you to email. Well, I really, you know, you'll have, you know, these, these some of these groups, you know, send these pictures out, you know, only on Facebook. Why? Because the, the metadata is gone. Yeah. Um, you know, so for folks out there, try to, you know, if there's a name or something, try to track that person down, get their name, get their email address, write to them, see if they'll send you the original photo. If they send you an original photo that has been, you know, altered, ask for the original, you know, off the, off the thing. And then if they're, they're legit, they're going to send you everything. And sometimes even when they're not legit, they'll send you everything, but you can always tell the, the fakeries right off the street. Well, I, I, I don't have the original anymore. You know, let's go back to the Bigfoot peeper. Oh, I, I took video of this thing for eight minutes, but that film got destroyed in the fire. All I have are these, you know, screen caps. What? <clears throat> oh, the screen caps miraculously saved the fire. You know, somebody must have took the screen caps and ran out the door with them. I don't That's know. That's right. <laughs> um, so don't worry about the film. Just grab those screen caps. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Ah, what are our thoughts on the new zoo trail cam photo that's been floating around the last few weeks? Uh, not impressed. Not zoo. impressed. I, you know, um, uh, there's only one trail camera picture. Uh, that's an issue. You know, if this was in a zoo, why is that trail camera not set at a burst? You know, that's the most typical question I would ask. You know, what were the camera settings? How about sending us the real camera photo? Let's let's post the raw image up there so we can uh, save it and get the metadata from it. Um, but we haven't seen anybody that can produce the original photo, only what's been passed around in the press and and passed around Facebook. Um, yeah, I did. Was that on Facebook? Because it, it is. It. Um, okay, never mind. That's I never hardly yeah, hear it. It, it looks like somebody, you know, in in it almost <laughs> looks like the old Atoka, Oklahoma Bigfoot video where that taxidermist put that pelt on his back and yeah, somebody took a picture of him from the back end there. And they tried to claim it was Bigfoot, and uh, it turned out the guy was a taxidermist. Didn't want to, you know, his wife didn't want to talk. He didn't want to talk. Yeah. You know, I was down there, <laughs> and yeah. uh, you know, then people say, "Oh, yeah, he's a taxidermist." Well, that kind of explains where he got that pelt. Uh. You know, so to me, it looks like somebody's in a pelt, um, or set something up in the in the field or whatever. Um, now I'm not, I'm not buying it just yet. Um, nobody's done any proper investigation on the zoo side, which you would expect. Um, and the zoo is not taking really a big interest other than just spreading it around. So what is it? It could be just that the zoo is falling, wants a little more foot traffic through the zoo, or maybe it's some yutz that wants to just get a little internet fame. I don't know. But uh, that does not look anything like a cryptid or a Sasquatch to me. It looks like a person holding something over their head, trying to make it look like uh, there's something that they're not. But, wow. Well, I missed it. I didn't see it. I guess I need to start signing into Facebook every now and then and look around. <laughs> uh, Raptor Crazy said he just remembers, uh, uh, you're very certainly working. Um, Raptor Crazy says, I do remember the strip club videos talking about Todd standing it on YouTube very long. Now they weren't. It was pretty bad. Um, you know, I, well, I guess, you know, you're going to take the work you can get. 
Maybe, <laughs> who knows? Maybe Todd was in the strip club all the time. Hey, I got a production company. Want me to do a film? Sure. <laughs> I, can't say, I can't say that for sure, though. Uh, oh, man. We should plan a summer of 2024 Squatch, Squatch Detective Beer from Squatch Festival in upstate New York or Kentucky. <laughs> not be a bad idea. <clears throat> we got a nice area to investigate down in Kentucky near you, Chris. Yeah, yeah. That may not be a bad idea. And that's a couple of years off. We may have to talk about oh, that. I don't know. I'm really not making plans that far out these days. <laughs> I am because I expect to be around. <clears throat> the day I wake up, I'm pleasantly surprised. No, 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 no. We wouldn't. We would. We wouldn't uh, bring in the money. We wouldn't ask anybody on that. No need to. I, I'm. I'm like one of those guys. I'm so anti-money when it comes to having people come out with me. Now, I don't knock the the people that charge a reasonable rate, or you're having a big expedition and you're charging fifty bucks a head, or twenty or thirty-five bucks a head, and you're probably like like Charlie Raymond's, uh, you know, expedition, uh, the KBRO. Uh, yeah, they, they were charging, but man, you got fed every day and they have quite the, the, the encampment set up to feed people. Yeah. Um, and that you was more or less, I, I think Charlie does that to cover the costs of, <laughs> yeah, of yeah, I know everybody and stuff. It's not like, uh, we're going to do this for a living, you know? So yeah, there's a big difference. Um, yeah. And that was truly a wonderful time. The food was awesome. The people were great. And, uh, yeah. well, you know, people Good were doing crowd. stuff all day, all night long. Yeah. I got to meet Taters. <laughs> got to meet Taters. Got to meet yeah. Charlie. Got to meet, you know, that was a great, yeah. great, great time. Yeah, well, even life is a flyway. So, so maybe, maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe we should plan a, a uh, 2024 Squatch DTV event. Well, that would be cool. Uh, we got the. Uh, Plenty of places to go here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not a bad idea. Okay. And uh, now you got also me thinking. Good, uh, good camping and or motels if you prefer a soft bed. You know. <laughs> you know you don't have to if you want to get out and go big footing in Kentucky. Uh, you don't have to you know sleep on the ground and stuff. I mean, you're perfectly capable of. Doing some Bigfoot research out in the woods and then drive back a few miles to the motel room, get cleaned up, you know, have a nice hot meal. Uh, yeah, see, girly Bigfoot is trying to say host in upstate New York. Yeah, yeah. but you know, yeah, Kentucky's kind of a central location. So I, I'd like to cater. You know, maybe we'll do one up north, one down south. Who knows? That would be cool. Um, but that would we'll do be one in idea. the spring and one in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, early spring in Kentucky. Hey, that's that's it. That's yeah. uh, from uh, March, the beginning of March up. Yeah, that's 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 when everything uh, starts waking up around here. Yeah, so that yeah. definitely is something doable. That would be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to put our. <laughs> Makes sense for me to get a defibrillator. <laughs> Uh, that wouldn't be a bad idea, Mick. Uh, oh man! Yeah, and there, and and looks like Mike is chiming in. 
Oh, yeah, I think we may have to make a 2024 just event. Um, that would be fun. Bring your own food, bring uh, your own gear. We'll pick the we'll pick the time and the place. Life is a flyway. The South Central Kentucky. Uh, look at the Mammoth Cave region, Cave City. Uh, this place is right about the middle to the left of the center. Yeah, if you look, it's right off of uh, Interstate 65. Runs from Louisville down straight down through the middle, kind of the middle of the state. And so it's it's pretty close to Interstate 65. It's really handy. Uh, Ken Gerhard posted about that trail cam photo. Said if not fake, it's an illusionary effect. I agree one hundred percent. I love Ken because him and I really have uh, cut of the same kind of skeptical thinking I, type of thing. Yeah, I like the way Ken thinks. I, I do. He's got a good mind. And his show was was wonderful when they did the uh, Alaskan uh, Alaska uh, show. Yeah, and of course because it was so good. And they cut it off at like four or five episodes. Yeah. But you'll get, you know, because they don't want good. They don't want, they want crap. They want flash. They want Bullstein. And uh, there isn't a show out there right now that, you know, a documentary is one thing. Um, but, um, uh-oh. Uh, I, I think you need a, I think it's the beer, Joe. <laughs> Joe says, I think Steve is ignoring me. Or maybe it's the beer. No. It's the beer. I haven't seen a comment in Joe in a while. Oh. Uh, Have you? Look up. <laughs> he's probably writing in a different chat room. And people are like, what the hell is he talking about? He says, he's in I'm like, doing, a, knit, I'm, he's like I'm, in a grandmother's knitting chat room saying, hey, you know, we have one. I'm doing one next year. Is that here? Oh. oh, Colonel Tack. <laughs> you got to wear the bucket on your head. <laughs> Do you make fried chicken? <laughs> Do? Um, no, 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 no. The, the, the title of uh, Kentucky Colonel is honorary, and it's not given out to those people who make fried chicken. It's uh, for those people who like go above and beyond of helping other people and the community by giving away fried chicken. Yeah. If Mike, <laughs> if Mike is a Kentucky Colonel, then that means he's very, uh, very community oriented. Very, means he's a good guy. That's what it means. Really? We're not going to tell nobody that. Don't worry. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> there is some good chatter going on. Uh, I thought, <laughs> I thought, uh, oh, uh, Joe says he's doing one here next year. Well, I'll be there then. That's not okay. Yeah. Never. Uh, have to, uh, it takes me a while. I may have to, you know, maybe a few days to get there because I, <laughs> I don't travel well anymore. But, uh, oh, yeah. I, <coughs> please, I, um, boots on the ground. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can have a lot of fun. A lot of fun at a, uh, and we can we can actually oh you know we we can do a lot of fun if we have a Squatch DTV event. Yeah, get some pictures of our fans, and we can uh, we can do all kinds of fun stuff, and we we can milk that videos and those pictures for months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. 
<laughs> three months later, hey, we're going to go back and review what we did three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? There would probably be so many good memories made. You know, it would be uh, something you could reflect on for years to come. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, I always enjoy meeting people, uh, yeah. you know, especially like minded people like our, our audience is. And, you know, we love you guys. We're so proud of you. Uh, so many good questions and good minds. It, it just shows, Absolutely. you know, you could tell uh, the questions and, and, you know, pop right into the topics or jump on something else. Boom, boom, boom. You guys are sharp. So, yep, uh, up on the screen, that's going to go away here in a second. But, uh, you know, check it out. That's a cool set of deck of cards for 10 bucks. Um, and uh, it's always fun to have. You know, it's a good deck of cards to have at a at a, uh, a Squatch DTV outing. <laughs> Just around, play card. Um, but, no, we, at nighttime, we're sitting around looking for the, for the big hairy yeah. guy. After so. the end of the day, that's when the poker chips come out, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, Chris, you know what? We just got a few minutes left before the end of the show already. Oh. It was flown by. Well, that went by fast, yeah. Sure did. Sure did. So I appreciate I everybody for coming in tonight. Yes. and uh, We enjoy know, spending time with you guys. We had a good-sized chat room, even for the I, – I didn't – you know, there's a lot of time people don't know the work that it takes sometimes that I put in, the, like, all the graphics that they put in together yeah. today. And uh, so I didn't really advertise this show too much out on social media, just on Facebook, Twitter. The usual YouTube, you would get the announcements. So uh, so well, to have I, a crowd this size, I, it's pretty. I'm pretty happy. I really that. appreciate the graphics you do and the work you do on them, Steve, because... You know, each one, there's so much detail in there. You got to really study it. And if you guys are on the podcast listening, make sure you go to the YouTube channel and check out these graphics because they are hilarious. The more you look at them, the more you're going to find. Yep. <laughs> and uh, this this one up front is, is hilarious. It's got a Bigfoot with a shocked face and OMG. It's like a poker table set down below him. It's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't uh, know where I come up with some I of mean, these. I mean, description just don't cut it. You know, I mean, last, last week we had the Biscardi missing on the milk carton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, or not last week, a couple of weeks carton. ago. And then uh, last oh. week we had the, uh, I don't know what I had Johnson doing last week. <laughs> So, but uh, uh, you know, it's it's not all about education, it's about fun, too. And there's well, no. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> There's nothing says that uh, education can't be fun. You know? No, you got to have fun, especially in this That's topic. Right. This is a fringe topic for most yeah. of the world. So we got to have a little fun with it. You know, we give our Bigfoot's character, even though, even though, you know, but we have a serious side to ourselves. And even like a show like this today, uh, I try to always give some of the nuggets of wisdom that I've learned over the 20 some odd years of doing this. Um. Uh, it's kind of weird because I remember being that guy that was new that was still learning. And now, um, you know, now people come to me all the time and, and ask, and what do you think of this? Or what do you think of that? Or I get emails all the time, you know, what's your opinion on this or that? So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's humbling. It's really humbling. I, I'm just a guy who did this for a number of years and, uh, 
Uh, yeah, I'm outspoken. I, I have my beliefs and I, I don't mind speaking up. That's the way I was brought up. That was the way I was raised. I was also raised to be truthful and not dishonest and uh, keep on the straight and narrow, which is why, you know, I'm able to be a licensed investigator in a notary public, which in the state of New York, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, if you're a notary public, you're technically an officer of the state. So you got to have a clean as a whistle type of record to be a notary in New York. And the reason being is, is that, and this is something that people don't know about notaries, is that I'm one of the few people that can take a, a uh, deposition from a person if I swear them in. Uh, and they, if they lie under that oath, they can be charged criminally with perjury. So that's, you know, so that makes yeah. it very important. Like as an investigator, when I go interview somebody and I want to put them on record and I swear them in, they have to tell me the truth just like they would in court. Otherwise, they're going to face criminal charges if it's found out to be untruthful later on. So that's just one of the little things. So I, I, I've always enjoyed what I do um, and investigations. And, uh, yeah, I have a lot of other interests, uh, investigative types of interest, aside from the Bigfoot mystery now, uh, because I've, I've grown in my investigative roles over the years. Um, but I always come back to Bigfoot, and I always like getting out there, and I always uh, – I'm if you, ever, if you ever know me, I'm always watching a documentary. I'm always learning, and I'm always, um, you know, reading. So uh, – you know, I'll read, I listen to Audible, I watch documentaries, and unfortunately, there hasn't been a lot of great Bigfoot stuff out there lately. Uh, so I try to find those documentaries. I got to watch that um, that new Bigfoot documentary. I think, of, I think it's called The Flash of Beauty or something like that. There's a new Bigfoot documentary. Mm. Of course, we're all looking forward to uh, Jay Bachochin's Finding Jay Part 2. Yeah, uh, I want to see which, Jay's. Yeah, Jay's is going to be awesome. Some of the stuff. Now, when that comes out uh i think a week or two afterwards we'll have jay on i'll have jay send me a couple of clips from the show hopefully not with music <laughs> um silent clips and uh then maybe we can discuss and i can have a real rational decision because uh, jay's videos have spawned me in a whole nother direction of explaining scientifically what may be going on to some of these supernatural or paranormal type of Bigfoot experiences. Yeah, I'm interested in some of that yeah, phenomenon he's got feeling. Yeah, too. but you, you, I haven't even spoken to you about what's rolling around in my coconut and the flash of mm. stuff that, you know, like when I was writing What Would Sasquatch Do? I had some realizations when I wrote, um, you know, the Sasquatch playbook. I had some, some revelations in my mind. And in talking with Jay over a couple of days of filming for this, because I am in it, yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, these revelations even further, even more than I explain in the film, uh, have come out now. So, fascinating stuff. And you want to talk about an interesting tie-in? I think I've got it. I think I may have a, a working, a good working hypothesis. So, so anyway, folks, uh, Chris, you want to do your thing, and we'll get out of here. Uh, well, I just want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Uh, we've got the greatest greatest audience in Bigfoot, Bigfoot shows, and uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you. Tickled to have to, tickled to have you every week. Uh, if it's the first time you're watching the show on YouTube, hey, hit us a like, give us a subscribe. Uh, it helps us find, get found in the search algorithm. Uh, yep, we appreciate absolutely. you. 
And remember to share. Sharing is caring. You know, if you yeah. like this video, if you like what you're seeing, share it. I don't care if you put it on Facebook. Hey, check this video out. Watch it. Yeah. You know, this guy's the bomb diggity. These guys are the bomb diggities. I don't care. Uh, sharing it will get it out there and get us new audience members and create that like-mindedness and this good collective thought processes we've had over the last few years here on YouTube, which Chris, you know, July 19th will be three years on YouTube. Can you believe how quick that's been? Well, it seems like just yesterday uh, we switched over. To that sure does. So anyway, folks, on behalf of everybody here at Squatch DTV, I want to wish everybody a happy and healthy week. Keep safe, keep healthy, keep having fun. And most of all, keep on squatching. God bless. We'll catch you all here next week. 9 p.m. Eastern, Sunday night. Thanks for being here. We love you all. Hey, folks, you've been watching Squatch DTV. Join us each week, Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for the latest on the Bigfoot mystery. As always, we thank you for being our loyal viewers and encourage all to subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash Steve Culls. As always, have a great week. Stay safe. God bless and keep on squatching.